Hey, I'm Mike Myers, and this is the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, which is geared to support songwriters and producers to gain confidence and turn pro. I bring on industry experts to help you improve and monetize your skills, engage better in the writing process, and build healthy habits to create a sustainable career that you love. Caffeinated, inspirational, conversational. Hey friends, Mike here with the Songwriting for Guitar podcast, episode number 75, Radical Growth Equals Radical Change. Now, I was meditating one morning, as I usually do, I, or I try to do, I should say, FYI. Not always good with it, but I try to be super consistent, and this thought kept on reoccurring in my head. What causes others to grow at a faster rate in their career, especially when it relates to songwriting, and others that essentially kind of like stay a little stale, if not plateau, and then fall off and start to backtrack. Well, we're going to talk about this with Heather. And there's a moment where as I kind of like start diving into this, I realize that it's unearthing something that I'm feeling. So really, this is a podcast that kind of goes deep into my feelings of a little bit of my insecurity too. So It's about radical growth, radical change, and how maybe in filming this, it was kind of reminding myself that I have established a great team in moments where I don't feel like there's radical growth or radical change, and I'm not feeling too good about myself. So this is a very real kind of deep dive podcast. So here we go. Episode 75, Radical Growth Equals Radical Change. All right, everyone, calm down, calm down, calm down. I know. <laughs> the clap. I know, I know. <laughs> so good, so good. The crowd that we have here is huge, <laughs> Heather. It's just like, it's insane <laughs> how many people turned out for this recording. <laughs> um, we know, we know you're excited, but can you please just like keep the, keep the level down a little bit? Just a little so, bit. I Just a little bit. And then we'll tell you when you can go wild. We want to oh hear you. Oh my goodness. Um, but <laughs> I'm pumped uh, to talk about this because I don't know, this morning I was thinking about this a lot and, and Maybe I, I think a lot of things in the morning because it's that time where the brain is like, you know, I do that like meditation. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. and for mm-hmm. some reason, I was really thinking about, man, what makes people grow at a faster rate, whether it be their songwriting collaborations, but also their, you know, for me, I relate always back to like songwriting and building my business. I kind of see them as both, too. They're not like they're not like separate because like the songwriting is still business in itself. It's a different kind. And then songwriting for guitar is a different business, but they're similar in how I view building a team Mm -hmm. because for the longest time I wrote on my own, I wrote songs on my own. I was starting this on my own. I was doing this all on my own. But the idea, once I started to embrace collaboration with other people in writing my skills got better. They had skills that were way better. And it was like elevating the song. And as soon as I started to add in more people in songwriting guitar that could take things that I was like, not sure, or they could help. I feel like you came at a point too, where it was like, there was something like you know, the way to describe it is like this, like 
there was a partial, there was a thing there. Something was established for sure. Enough that I got it, that I understood what was going on. <laughs> That's a thing too. <laughs> like you could see, but I, when you came in, then things got like, cool, we started to move. And then I realized like, oh my goodness, I was thinking I had to get this to this to this level that was, if I kept on thinking in my head, I can only add people when I get here. Mm. I don't know if I'd still be doing this because I think I'd be overworked mm -hmm. and I think I'd just be the opportunities and the growth wouldn't happen if I didn't have you come in. If I didn't have a co-writer come in, I'm really robbing myself of growth and them of growth because then they developed skills. You've developed your skills. I don't know. Those are just like, those were my thoughts this morning. Those are really good thoughts. I feel like the concept um, really translates from, I mean, both things are businesses. As a songwriter, as a musician, you need to know that you're a business and start to treat it like that. And most businesses that succeed, unless you are a one-man operation making under, and it's like a hobby, <laughs> um, you know, most businesses collaborate with people. The most mm -hmm. successful businesses collaborate with people. So once you start seeing yourself as a business, you kind of understand, oh, I got to collaborate in order to do what I want to do. Yeah, you have to collaborate. And to me too, there are days, because I think of in the terms of collaboration, there are times where I've gotten to a right. And honestly, I kind of feel like shit. I kind of mm -hmm. feel not super like energized. Not every day is a winner. And then, and then that person <laughs> comes in with a great idea, but they're picking up a little bit of those days where I'm just like, ugh, dragging. And they're kind of lifting up. I'm like, hey, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like, we got this. We're going to figure it out. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, we will. And they're there to kind of be that little boost. And there are days where it's the same thing as like, I wake up and I'm like, cool, here we go. Oh man, this is dry. But knowing that there are aspects of my business that are being worked on by you, by, you know, in terms of we've brought in another person too that he's doing the back. It's like, okay, it doesn't, the not putting all the pressure on me, like I've got to take care of all. If anything, as it grows, I've been looking for more areas where I have to let go and be like, this is something I should not be doing. I should be letting this go relinquishing control let go let go let go and i'm like but maybe i nope gotta let go it's what i think we refer to as the zone of genius and mm -hmm. it gay hendrickson gay hendrickson um was a person that wrote the big leap you recommended that book to me but that's where he coined uh the phrase zone of genius. So we keep on kind of referring back to that. So if you have somebody in their zone of genius, then that's their strengths and that's where they can really thrive. And once you recognize that, and once they recognize that, then that's, that's their role and you need to support them, encourage them as much as possible so that you can be in your own zone of genius and that more stuff will get done overall and everybody will be happier overall too. It's beautiful. I love, yeah, it's just like that book is so good. And when I read, I was like, oh, he's right. This thing that you do really, because that's where you're going to excel. That's where, and it's natural when you're starting something and you're like, well, I don't do this, 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 this. So I should master everything in that area. And then maybe I'll let people in and maybe then it will grow and maybe then, but it's actually no that's actually where it won't grow and you're going to be doing everything yourself. And eventually 
you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to collapse under, I don't know, the weight of your own ego thinking that you can do it yourself. And I guess that's the question. Why do people, why is there so much resistance in this? Like in writing with other people, in uh, if you're building something, is it because you feel like it's so precious? Like the business is precious? The song is precious? Is it a little bit of that? Could be. Could be there. I feel like that, like this could be a ton of different things. And everybody, I, I feel like whoever's listening right now, like take a second and think about like, what, it, what is it for you? I think some people might just be a little scared, a little shy, maybe not confident in what they actually have to offer. Maybe they don't really understand where their zone of genius is. Maybe they haven't gotten paid for it yet. So they don't really like feel validated in it yet. Okay. So that's interesting. So they haven't gotten paid for it yet. You know what, too? Sometimes, yeah, just that small little bit of just like, ooh, I had to pay for this. This was, this was a cool thing. Well, maybe I – and then it entertains the idea, well, maybe I could do more of this. Okay, that's awesome. And yeah, maybe it is an insecurity thing. And you're right. There could be a number of things. And so maybe it's these three things if I were to boil it down. So maybe Let's it is, it number one, an insecurity thing. Like, I don't think I'm good enough. You know, there's a, probably a lot of people – that are already doing the thing. And it's like, yeah, but they're not you. There are a lot of people doing the thing, but they're not you. They're doing it their way. And if you line up what you do and what they do and what other people do, it's not going to line up perfectly. There's always going to be these little nuances and these little differences. So you just giving into that easy, like, well, you know, who am I? is robbing people that could potentially be like, but that's what I wanted. That was the thing that I needed. Yep. Oh, that's a bummer. You didn't do it. Yeah. Like imagine, well, we can go to the other two points, but like imagine if you didn't start songwriting for guitar, like I would be in a completely different space right now. Thank God that you started your business and believed in yourself because in that way you changed my life. Right. So. Oh, I'm just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, Oh, well, yeah. okay. It's true. But. But also, too, like how you've just I, – I think of when you started and how your roles change and how it's just like, man, you are just on fire when it comes down to music. But it's like also, too, like we we geek out about books. I'm like, did you read this book? Did you read this? Did you did you hear Brendan Bouchard's mo- Midweek Motivation? Did it, or, or it's like Daily Fire and Husband Motivation. But you get <laughs> yeah, – it's yours. just like you're really just like, man, you're just like – you're kicking ass. Thank you. Thank you. But it's because – comes back down to this is that it's the collaboration thing that uh, I motivate you, you motivate me like on, yeah. and on, on other days. So, um, but you know, like what I, two years ago, would I have been like secure in this position and doing everything that I've done? No, not yet because I didn't do it yet. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't have the daily, the daily grind to, yeah, to learn yeah, it yeah. and to become confident in it. So um, back to the first thing is the insecurity. It's like, sometimes yeah. you just have to work through your insecurity and just be like, I just have to do it. Like some mm-hmm. people are like, well, I need to prep myself more. You can't do that much prep. You can do You're a prepped. little prep, but at the end of the day, you have to be like the opportunity is there. And it's the thing that you feel like you got to do. You kind of have to do it. So insecurity is like number one. Number two it is a little bit of the ego and the perfectionist of just like, I must wait until it is perfect and it is wonderful. And you know what? But I don't want to give it to anyone. I must hold on to this song a little bit more or this idea a little bit more. Or because I think when you joined, that was the first time I did like a live boot camp. And so it was like five days and it was a whole lot. And I was like, man, 
this is a lot. Like it's being live, it's answering questions and it's moderating groups. And then it's going in, making sure emails are going out. Okay. And then the thing's going to get launched. And then the thing, and I was just like, oh shit, this is a lot. <laughs> there is a brief moment where I was like, yeah, but this is, maybe this is just how it is. You just got to suck it up, man. And, you know, part of me is just like, you know, when you do the other one, May, this is going to be so much better. It's going to be like, you know, you just got to do it. And then suddenly when it was like the opportunity for you to come out, I was like, yeah, maybe. And so it was like, I had to either choose, either I was going to allow my ego to be like, no, 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 man, you could do it all. Like you pay more and it'll be great. And, no, or you're just going to burn yourself out. And it's like, you have to allow in that collaboration sense too, because they're going to bring ideas. They're going to bring a perspective and you're going to kind of get your head out of your own ass. Get your head. This, that's going to be the name of the podcast episode. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> Where meanwhile, I'm just like, God, it's so dark outside. And you're just like, Mike, it's actually sunny. You have to take your head. And I'm like, oh, it is. But then that's the question is like, Am I that stubborn and that just ignorant to be like, no, 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 this is what it is. Or am I willing to be like, listen, I don't know everything. I can't develop everything. If this, there's going to be growth, I'm going to have to accept other people's input because that's where it's going to grow the most. I can't be in my own world 24 seven. It's mm -hmm. probably the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's lonely too. So it is. It's, it's mm -hmm. <laughs> it is lonely because I don't know. I could tell, and you know, she was very supportive. Where I'd be like, Jen, man, Kajabi, these these emails I'm sending out. It's just I gotta I gotta. Do, it was just like she was like <laughs> she was there. And she was like, oh, but I have to admit, once you joined the team and then you got into the group, it would always be like the Kajabs. The Kajab. It was like oh, I was you, saying it. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting it. Oh, okay. So it's just like some of that shared. It's hard when you're in that. It, it, the same thing, if you're writing your own song, it's only your world, your perspective. That's it. And you're not allowing someone to also show you what's going well with it, but also highlight the areas that could improve. Man, that's a good song, but it might be a great song if you allow someone else to share and allow them to take some of the reins i like it yeah number two ego that's tough get your head out of your ass <laughs> so it's like so we got insecurity we got <laughs> ego and and the other one where i see people just not have that collaboration in the nicest way you got to be nice you can't be a jerk and i think that's the number one thing that stops people from collaboration is because they are unaware of what they're projecting and what they're carrying out to others. And it's a vibe and it's an attitude and it's a look that is the most unwelcoming feel I have ever seen. Yeah. You have to understand, like, even if you know that you have good intentions, especially when you're first meeting somebody or, you know, you're, you're both doing a hard thing, like just yeah. a little smile or just a little something to know for the other person to know, like, Hey, I'm still here. I'm still in it. I still care. Or I care what, what I'm doing right now. And I care that you're doing this with me. Yeah. It can go such a long way. And sometimes people just forget that they, that, 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 that helps that <laughs> that's necessary. I, I think zoom has also desensitized how we really? 
because when I look at uh, sometimes when there's Zoom meetings with lots of people, I'm a even then I'm still a people watcher and I'm looking at all the little boxes, <laughs> whether I'm hosting or whether I'm just part of it. And I don't think people, perhaps it's because we are watching this in our space and we're super comfortable. And I think sometimes we're a little too comfortable. <laughs> we're giving this look. We're of, like triple chin comfortable. Yeah. Triple chin comfortable, <laughs> laid back, foot Looking up. Down. And it's just like, listen, <laughs> imagine you were in a room with people. Would you be doing this? No. Would you sit up a little bit more? Would you give more of a like, oh, I'm like a face of, I was going to say a face of caring, but <laughs> I do mean that a face of just like paying attention. I think people have just too, it's almost like they think they're watching a show mm-hmm. and they're watching something on TV. Uh, and in their dialogue in their communication within chats, it's so sometimes a little too cold, a little too dickish. You could be bettering your skills and be the most pro in your area and be like, hey, I'm willing to compliment. I'm willing for it. Yeah, but the but what you're putting out and how you look right now, it looks like you just want to stab the person. It does not give a sense of inviting a <laughs> welcoming feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's what robs you of all the possible potential collaborations of building your team is because they're just like, they kind of seem like a jerk. I don't want to be on their team. Mm-hmm. So why, yeah. Why do you think that people, you, you think it's because they don't, they don't realize that it matters. They've been in their world so much. There's been little input and it probably in early on, there were probably people that were hinting, hinting, uh, and they were like, ah, I don't know what they, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm fine. And so it is a little bit of ignorance and mm-hmm. a little bit of coldness. Mm-hmm. Um, but the longer you let that sit, the layer gets a little bit thicker, a little bit thicker, a little bit thicker. If you start saying that I'm open to it, but the problem is everyone else, mm-hmm. that's a good sign. It's a great indication that it's not everyone else that you're the. <laughs> You're the hardest. When I hear that, that to me is such a red flag when they're just like, well, you know, I've had, but it's really them and da 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 da. And they're, they're all the problem. It's like, really, everyone's the problem? Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet if we talk to those people, they're all going to have the same answer and be like, actually, it's them Oof. right here. Mm-hmm. But they've distanced themselves and desensitized themselves so much. So much that yeah. not only now that's the look that they give too, because it's that standoffish that that they say it's a tough, cool looking demeanor, but it's very callous, unwelcoming, and it's pretty much like I just want to distance myself. I want to. Yeah. Sp- I don't want to be around that. Yeah, maybe it's a dis- distrusting thing. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe you're not seeing other people as people. But the people that realize that then do something, that's where they see the most growth and the most change. But the ones that realize that and they're just like, they dig their feet in even deeper. That's where nothing happens. And you could take all the classes in the world. You could take all the, you can buy all the plugins. You can buy all the, and learn all the tricks, but it's still just going to be you. Because when you've got to pitch a business idea, when you got to pitch a song, that's where the personality and the warmth and the, that's the thing I realized too, when I had no skill, where I felt like I didn't have skill in the beginning in writing, 
I was like, I can be personable. I can be nice. And I realized, oh shit, that goes far because there's a lot of people that, (laughs) there's a lot of people that realize that like they haven't had that or they've met a lot of egos. They've met a lot of people that have been cold. They've met a lot of people that have been, uh, slightly arrogant and like stormed in. This is how we're going to do it. This is, or they're complaining like, uh, this is the work. And, but to have somebody come in and be like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, me, me. Oh, I'm, I'm good. How are you? Oh, they're kind. They're, they're easy to get along with. Yeah. Guess what? They do. That's when they can build a great team. And so, especially if you're someone that's in that, that insecure starting out, you, you can do one thing right now that can immediately open doors and that's just be nice. Like I recently had a producer reach out to me on Instagram and was like, Hey, I'd love to work with you. I think you're really talented, but I also think that you'd you just like look like you'd be really fun to work with. Like that was the reason that they reached out to me. People are looking. That's the like, thing yeah, too. Cool. We think no one's paying attention, but people are watching us. They're watching us on the Zooms. They're watching what we post on Instagram and Facebook and how we comment and how we interact because people are looking for that collaboration whether mm-hmm. it be in a business sense, whether it be in a songwriting sense, you know, if you've got a skill as a producer and somebody's looking to up their business and like get top liners that they can recommend and they see that not only you're good, but like you're nice. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. I'm going to reach out like that producer because you put out content that's like showcases you, not just in the songwriting sense, but just like, hey, your thoughts. And it's like, ah, oh, I can get, you know, that's awesome. I can connect with that. There's some, there's like, there's something there that's more than just a super, like, I don't want to say superficial post, but like a social media post. There's, there's more depth to it and you can feel that. And then someone that's looking for that to add into their team, it's a win-win. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. If you can see the other person instead of just a generic person, you know, just like, oh, and replace that person saying this with this person it wouldn't make a difference sometimes but like on some posts for from some people like you're you're like oh wow i like if if somebody else was saying that like i wouldn't believe them but it sounds so authentic from you yeah that authenticity and that kindness is so it's real because people can smell bullshit mm-hmm. they can really tell when someone's bullshitting them mm-hmm. it doesn't and, feel you know, good it doesn't. And it's just like, oh my Lord, it's so fake. When you have people that I can tell, and I can think of multiple scenarios where I've witnessed where people, I know they've kind of like probably talked, as they say, the kids say, talk smack behind my back. But when I'm there, they're just like, oh, buddy, buddy. And I'm just like, oh my Lord, I know what you, I know, please. Drop the act. Hey, it's Mike, and I wanted to jump in the middle of this podcast to ask you a question. Have you ever submitted a song and the feedback you got was, it sounds dated? And you're slightly bummed because you put some time into the song. So you so you write another one, you send it in, and they go, this also sounds dated. Instead of getting that kind of slight vague feedback, it sounds dated. If you realize like, okay, I think it might be my melody and my lyrics. 
Wouldn't it be great if you could get some guidance on things that can pull it out of that slight dark ages, but into a modern era? Wouldn't it be great if you had some tools in your toolbox that if you wanted to make it more commercial, a little bit more mainstream, that you could have the tools and the capability to name what needs changed? Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to songwritingforguitar.com right now. We have a free training that Lainey is doing right now on three steps you can take with your melody right this very moment that is going to create variance, that's going to pull it in a modern direction in ways that you can understand and you can start to implement right now. So what I want you to do, <laughs> I want you to go to songwritingforguitar.com and I want you to watch that free training right now. She's gonna give you three tools and they are three things that I think are super valuable when it comes to writing a quality, decent top line. So I want you to go there right now and check it out. So songwritingforguitar.com. This training is up for a limited time, so don't sleep on it, watch it now. Feel like you also when you see people and they may not see what they're capable and the good things that they're capable of but you go like you got to be a part of this team because you're really good at this and they go really i didn't know you, because you're you're now looking for it you're constantly looking for people to grow and people to like add on to your team because you're like oh my god i don't think they realize i got to tell them how amazing they are at this thing mm-hmm. and they think it's just the most generic thing they're doing Mm-hmm. It's about it. So that starts from you recognizing your strength and understanding that and then being able to let it go, like letting that ego, let it let whatever else you can't do go. Be like, OK, that's a weakness, but that's like fine. And then because you've already tried like to yeah. do that thing, now you're like, oh, I I know what qualities I don't have. And I see all that in that person. Let's do it. And then you have that nice piece and that trusting piece. And then you let it go and you let that person compliment you. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. And so, but I think those are the three things you got insecurity, you got ego, you're essentially, you got to be nicer. That really comes at it really. And, and maybe two and three are, can be closely related, but I think you can have an ego and you can occasionally be nice, but you have to just quiet it over time. I think the ego doesn't go away. You just have to kind of control it. It's like either it's driving or you just strap it in the back seat and you go, ah, shut up. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, I'm, I'm in control. You're not in control. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think of like this podcast. So it's like, we have an intern. Alyssa does this podcast. She's been awesome at PR. Like, awesome. it's just like, she's been so good. And like, so organized. And like, is this good? And it's like, oh my Lord, this is so detailed and well thought of that. I'm like, you're going to kick ass at whatever you do. Like you're so, but at the same time, I'm like, stay on the team, stay on the team. How about you join? You just keep on sound. You, when you see someone do something really well and you realize the growth it can add, like Chris, who edits this podcast, he knows so much about podcasts. I'm just like, cause he's, it's, he's like the king of podcasts where he's just like, he knows how to, and he can be like, oh, oh, oh. he recommended it. And it's like, everybody has a strength. Maddie, who we brought on, she's, she's so good at just cranking out all these singer songwriter songs for Songfinch. And she does three to seven a week. I'm just like, how? It's amazing. Because she's got a process and system we bring in. Lady. Fucking awesome at top lining. She's so good at like all the nuances, especially with pop. Heather Evans is a networking 
quit. She is just like, allow me to show you the way of how to be the, she could, she swims in on a sea of niceness that oversweeps the room that everybody's just like, oh, Josh is the most, he goes in and he's like, Hey, this is how you mix, but allow me to paint it this way. Instead of saying something overly complicated that makes me go like, I have no fucking clue what you just said. He's like, it's kind of like this. And I'm like, that makes sense. And then suddenly I've got the idea. Those are all people that have just like these amazing strengths that by themselves, they're kicking ass, but to collectively add them in together with what we do and just make them accessible. That's it's like, to me, it's an obvious, like either this is going to be the Mike ego show. And it's going to be just me doing every single, every single thing, every single workshop, every single coaching client, every single, I can't. Until you crash and burn. Yeah. I'm going to crash and burn. But also, too, it's just one perspective all the time. I don't know why I'm snapping my fingers. Just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> now it's as a just, team, you're just like getting things done. It's just like snap, snap, but, snap, snap, let's go. I think today, too, I wanted to go through this because to me, I was feeling a little just like, it was Friday and I was feeling a Friday slump a mm. little bit. Mm-hmm. I was feeling just like, I don't know, because I'm looking at my board and I'm like, oh, I've got so many things I, you know, I have to like these are the things coming up. My, you know, I have to rearrange the studio. Jim came, he put up panels. It was great, but it was a day of like, I was not in here and I was like, Oh, it's a day lost. And I'm like, um, but like going through this, I realize, even though it may feel for me, like nothing right now is gaining traction. If it, any it feels like I'm like strapped and just kind of like, Ooh, uh, I've got so many amazing people working on this. Jim, Jim, who's back end and he's doing all his SEO stuff. You know, he's taking know. care of that. So it's like, I'm like, oh my Lord, Mike, shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. You are not because you're not doing this thing by yourself. And you have a bunch of content out there already too. And people can like all this work that you've already done. It's already, it's, it's out there, you know? So it's also, it's already working for you. And same with like with songwriters, you yeah. have songs that are already representing you. And you just, you know, have to recognize, like, you have done a lot. And so, like, sometimes when you're feeling tired, like, you either have to, yeah, you just have to remember that. It's like, oh, wow. I think it's that. It was, today was just like a, but then I realized, like, now, if I had no one on my team, what would happen? I'd just be in my own head being like, oh, you're right, Mike. Eating chips in front of the TV. TV. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they would be everything bagel chips. I did get those from Trader Joe's. Those are so good. And the problem is I just hover over that bag. And it's just like. Yeah. Sun chips and it would me. be, it would just be sad. Mike just being like, Oh, you know what, Mike? And of course I fall. Who do I follow on Instagram? I follow a lot of people that have businesses and like coaching and music. And so I just be scrolling and being like, looks like everyone's doing amazing things except mm-hmm. Mike. But you never know. They could just be doing the same thing. Same thing. They're because also they already have content that's working for them, making somebody else feel bad. And they're just sitting there on their couch too, being like, I'm eating chips as well. But it's just so like much. having this and just reminding myself, wait a minute. Okay, shut up for a second. You, There's things moving. You've got to quiet the – it's not all up to you. And you got to quiet that ego a little bit. And you got to – yeah, cool. Maybe today is not going to be like a go to the gym, come back and be energized and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Let's go. Do, do. 
But it's like you can do a couple of things and be like, that's good. And knowing that you've got a team that's also planning and doing other things. See, that's where I, I really love that because it's like at first you're like, oh, shut up, ego. But really what you're saying is like your need to be self-compassionate and aware of what's going really going on because you're like, hey, you're doing great. You know, and I feel yeah. like that self-compassion will allow you to do a lot more and get out of that freeze mode of, oh, I have so much to do. I'm just not going to do anything. I'm going to eat chips. But self-compassion <laughs> will be like, uh, of course you're tired. Of course this is going on. And then you'll be I, like, oh, okay, of course. Okay. I'll just like sit for another couple minutes and then eventually like things will take over and motivation will take over again, as it always does. So Gabrielle Bernstein, the universe has your back. I've been reading that. And last night I read this chapter where she talked about judgment and compassion and that judgment, whether it's for others or yourself, limits the amount of love and compassion that you allow the universe to flow. And I realize I'm very compassionate and supportive of others, but the person that I end up being very critical ends up being myself where I mm. do a lot of like, yeah, this is good, but it can be better. I can keep on going. You know, it's just like that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sound like snap into a slim gym. Like I'm making it sound like snap into a slim gym. Come on, you can do this. Or it's the cool. Like, oh yeah. It's just like, That's I don't know. It's a, it's a common. <laughs> Now you can label that voice every time you're being hard on yourself. You'd be like, shut up, Slim Jim. It's like, I don't know. It's a combination of like Kool-Aid Slim Jim. So it's Kool-Aid flavored Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. And it's just awful. But it's, I think it's because I know I want to do a lot. And it's really hard for me to separate the motivation, the desire from being like, Cool. That was good. But you know what? You could be doing more. You know, you could be doing more. And it's like most of my days right now, I realize I'm in this period where I don't really have a dedicated day off. It's just pretty much like there are different waves that I go through. And I realize over time I need to start doing that. I need to have like a day. I like that. I'm like, I know I need a day. <laughs> but that means yeah. every day doesn't have to be 120 million percent completely maxed out with everything that I need to start having uh, cutoffs and also being like, Hey, there are going to be times that you're going to be doing something and it's going to feel a little like, man, this is taking me a bit. That's okay. Be a, like if this was someone else on, like if it was you and you're like, Mike, I need to take a break. I'm not going to be like, fuck it, Heller. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. It's just like, this is insane. Everything. I'd be like, no, no, no. That totally makes sense. Listen, you if you need to take today mm -hmm. and just take a time out, you can. That's mm -hmm. okay. You're very encouraging about that for other people. I'm not for myself. I'm like, oh, you got to keep on going. I think it's, 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 there were periods that I was good with that. And I've re realized recently. And I think, I, I thinks I think I thinks it's because things <laughs> as things grow, I realize like this is a new level. And part of me feels a little intimidated by that because I know how things are at one particular level because I've gotten used to it and I knew how to manage it. But as things grow, I realize these are new obstacles. These are new challenges. These are new things that are a little intimidating, a little scary. And part of me, that's the self-doubt that creeps in. Like, oh, the minute you just drop this down and you go and you watch your show or you just take a moment to just like take a nap or 
do something that's like another hobby that's just not writing, but just like you go and you play that game you like doing that you never do at all. But when you do, it's because you need a brain reset. You you need to be okay with that. And right mm-hmm. now, I guess that's why I'm talking this out where I was like, we got to talk about this because it's me also, this episode's for me to just remind myself of this. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's so important for even for songwriters to yeah. get their team too. It's because what you just shared, that was really vulnerable and that that's very so relatable. Yeah. So I'm glad you just said that. Thanks for sharing that. I think it's because you're welcome. I'm, I, and I feel better sharing that. I feel kind of like it's th- slightly therapeutic. Be like, yeah, it's because like things are growing and I'm really scared. You Things can be good and growing and it can also be very scary and intimidating. Absolutely. Because na- I knew a level of how to deal with things at a certain level. And that's why sometimes we don't want to collaborate or advance or grow because we know, yeah, it, they're going to be good things, but there's a whole new host of obstacles. There's a whole new host of things that you're going to have to think through. There's a whole host of new, uh, you know, conversations you're going to have to have. There are going to be things that are going to really stretch your limits that feel so fucking intimidating that mm-hmm. it's easier to just be like, to be hard on yourself and critical instead of being like, I am scared. Mm-hmm. Because why? it's hard to say that as an adult, to be like, it's I'm very really scared of this. Yeah. And it's like, then because you're afraid that people are going to be like, what do you mean scared? You just got, it's a pit. You're fine. You know, it's just like things are going pretty good for you. Look at people over there. And it's like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't be that. I should be harder on myself. You see? So it's like, that's where you can get down that rabbit hole. Do you know that in extreme sports, the professionals, when they're doing something that is like, like ski jumpers or yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Scheme, what they say is the best ones, they admit to doing those things scared. They yeah. admit that they're scared, but they just get used to doing it scared. Mm-hmm. And I think that is incredibly powerful. To be like, oh, I just have to own it. Like, I have to do it, do it scared. And how often are we reading books where people are like, oh, you, it has to feel. That means you're doing something, you're stepping into a realm that you need to be in. Mm-hmm. That it's this, this is where you need to be. And I think I've gotten used to this sort of like slightly level of where I was like, oh, yeah, it's like, I know how to manage this. This is great. And now it's just like, oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> Next level. This is a little bit more. And it's the same thing in songwriting. It's the same thing in your business. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's just like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a little intimidating. But that's okay. It's That's where I know like, cool, it needs to be. It's not all going to be just like this sort of like, uh, what is it? You know, I guess like you, you said extreme extreme sports. I think of like extreme skiers. It can't all be like when they're just doing on that flatland, the slight, like mm-hmm. little, like it's not ski- cross country skiing. Yeah. Just like you need whoop, different whoop. skills. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Just like, it's like, you know, uh, I, I, I feel like I was in that zone of like mall walker for a while. Just like sure. hmm, power walking around, just like in yep. my little jumpsuit being like, I got this morning, morning. This yep. feels comfortable. Just enough. And now it's like, cool, it's time for the other thing. So if you uh, want more, if you want yeah. more from from life, you you have to 
require more from yourself. You like, don't be surprised when it gets harder if you want more of something. Exactly. And it's as I think after reading that last night, I was like, Oh, I was like judgment. She was like, stop and think of who you're the most judgment. I'm like, Hmm. I was like, and I was looking around, (laughs) of course, like (laughs) Jen's reading Leela's there. I look at Leela and I'm like, God, I'm not judging her. Jen. No. And I'm like, other people? No, no. And I was like, ooh, me. And then she, the next line, she was like, what about yourself? And I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. I was like, ooh, oh, oh, oh. That was such a weighty moment. And it was like, oh. And she was like, are you meeting yourself with love? And I was like, uh. <laughs> Let me think about n- that. No. <laughs> And it was like, cool, If I, then you've got to open yourself up to that. And so maybe that's the solution, too, in those three things that we talked about, those three, you know, regardless if you feel insecure, regardless if you got the ego, regardless if you've got like that sort of like uh, slightly jaded uh, rough mm-hmm. edge in terms of personality. Mm-hmm. It's kind mm-hmm. of meeting yourself in that that position of love, but also meeting others in that. It is a very vulnerable, but it's where it's the most groundbreaking. It's the most, that's where you see so many good things. And to rob yourself and to rob others of that, man, that sucks. Because then you don't really build that much. And that does it for this week's episode. It was edited and produced by Chris Fafalius. I'm Mike Myers. Thanks for listening.